Welcome, everyone. It's a very special episode of the Bumcast. I am your host, HBIC, the head bum in charge, along with the Southside Bum and the birthday baloney. Yes, birthday baloney. Everyone praise me. Say so, something nice about baloney Fonseca. <laughs> well, yes, it is your birthday today, November 1st. Happy birthday to our fellow bum. And thank you. Thank you. I guess we can call this the baloney birthday bash spectacular or just a baloney birthday bash bum cast i like but, it you know figured you know you're the you're the you're the man of the of the day so i want to do something a little different here and um i mean you know we're, we're recording this on zoom obviously so we're we're all not together but i want you to use your imagination if you would uh mr baloney and imagine okay. that there's a a, a a wheel in front of you and you're going to spin the wheel and we're going to get a topic i like this all right okay so um for since we're on zoom here um we can we can start a number of directions here but um you know i got my little randomizer app here and maybe i can zoom out here and ah there we I go, see go. okay so we got the bears we got the bulls we got the hawks with the thumbs down and then we got the mystery box topic okay all right so unfortunately, you know, you cannot um, spin the wheel, so to so to speak. But you know, we will. I will push the button for you, and then we will just gonna go on it here, and we're gonna get this party started. No way. Right. First topic is the Hawks. God damn it! Yeah. On my birthday, no. <laughs> we just talked about this pre-show. Okay, so I will say that. Uh, we wanted we were going to actually record yesterday and have cousin john on because he had a lot of thoughts on this um but with halloween and kids and trick-or-treating and everything we didn't get a chance to record sunday night so we are going to kind of just punt this in more in-depth conversation next week but we wanted to address it because the report came out um from the investigation the sexual harassment uh suit and not good uh, Stan Bowman is officially out as general manager. So if there's any silver lining to this shit show that said he's gone, um, but the organization did not come in any good light at all. It, massive cover-ups. Uh, Quinville resigned uh, the day, a day later. It's just everyone's. Um, it's it's casualties all around in this. No one's no one's coming out on top. Uh, the John Doe he um, he had an interview after the. It, the findings and investigation. He did an interview with Sports Center Canada. Um, I how do you say his last name? Kyle Beach. Yes. Um. So he came out and basically told his side of the story, and no one looks good in this. Kane Taves. I don't. The last two guys from the the championship ten team. Um. They got kind of painted in negative light here, and we'll go more in depth with John, but um. Yeah, Hawks fined $2 million and uh, Sam Bowman out. Yeah, and the latest report is that the NHL and the Blackhawks knew about this um, as early as 2020, uh, once the, like this lawsuit and stuff. Um, so I saw today Gary Batman is the next one on the chopping block. If he knew anything about this and helped and cover it up or just, you know, stalled his feet, um, Gary Batman needs to resign as well. And I know, I mean, 
NHL fans hate Gary Bettman for a while now, but this should be the the straw that breaks the camel's back. But yeah, man, we didn't want to talk about this, especially on my birthday, but we we do have to address it. Um, it's Bowman's just out as well. Yeah, it's just sad, man. It's just a sad, sad story. And and we will address it in further when Cousin John comes back on. But it's just tough to be a Blackhawks fan right now. And I don't want to take, like, all of those memories we had and, like, all the, you know, fun times we had with these teams gets, like, tainted big time. So I know I've got I've got some thoughts about it that we'll, we'll, we'll address it when John's on. But yeah, man, it just said, said, I mean, obviously sad for the victim, sad for Kyle Beach, but, but in general, hockey has, uh, they've always had an issue with, yeah, well, I mean, and a lot of these sports teams, you know, you know, Penn State and stuff like that. It's like a, it's a boys club and, and the shit's got to stop. So we'll, we'll talk about that in depth later, I guess, when John's on, but yeah, yeah, it just sucks. That's it. Johnny, any thoughts or you want to wait till J- cousin John? Yeah, I mean, I don't want to elaborate too much. Um, I mean, yeah, same, you know, with pretty much everybody. I, I you know, it's just it, definitely dark times. I mean, not only are the Hawks haven't won a game yet. Um, they might win right now. To, yeah, well, they, I mean, either way, it's a bad start for them. And I mean, this obviously is just, like I said, I mean, they were the laughingstock of sports in general they were at one point the worst organization ever um back in like in the decade of the 2000s and they, they worked so hard to get to a certain level they won the three stanley cups i mean everything was going you know smoothly well our coaches mvps i mean we had it all and then all of a sudden like a de- decade later this stuff happens. So um, I know we're going to get, you know, uh, more in depth with it when, you know, when John comes on. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's just not a good look for the organization right now. Yeah. And uh, we'll also be interested to see if uh, Colleton survives as well with, if they keep on losing, if interim GM is going to just be like, all right, get your, get your pack up your shit and get the hell out of here. Yeah, man. I, I mean, cause I mean, Colleton was basically Bowman's fall guy, you know, they were one and two together. So now that he's gone, there's no one protecting him. Right. And the way they started this year, I mean, they have he no should, He should have been gone already, but right. So. Yeah. So we'll talk more about that. All right. Back to the spin the wheel. All right. Now we get to talk about some good news. And that's the fucking wagon. That is the Chicago Bulls. And what? Johnny's fucking pumped. Because if you guys were dropping this, you know, Tuesday morning, and by that time, uh, the you'll see that the Bulls have beaten Boston. They came back from 19 points down. Zach and Demar just what a fucking one-two punch those guys have been. They're just just dropping dimes all over the court, man. And best right now, yeah. And before the night, Bulls are the best team in in the NBA right now at six and one. And and you almost had seven and zero with that. Was it one point loss against the Knicks? It was a close game. Yeah. So could have easily been seven and oh, but yeah, don't ever I guess we have to keep an eye out. Don't count these bulls down, even if they're nineteen points, because it's it's exciting times now. We're having fun. We're all having fun. We tweeted it out, man. We're all having fun. This is a it, it's a good time. Like just we just said it's a bad time to be a Blackhawks fan. It's a great time to be a Bulls fan. 
Um, there's two polar opposites in the United Center right now. And like you said, Zach and DeMar DeRozan, dude. It, I don't even want to call it like Batman and Robin. It's Batman and Batman. It's two fucking guys that could go out there and take over a game. And not only that, they play well off each other and everyone else. Right now, they're playing team basketball, and we talked about it on the previous podcast, but it's just fun to watch. Um, I was going to mention it to you guys. It's like, we got to get out to the UC and, and catch a game or two because um, it's fun watching at home, but I want to feel the noise in the United Center uh, when the Bulls are on. So, so we'll talk about that, but yeah, we got to get to a game because it's fucking awesome, dude. It's great. Yep. Yeah, I, I wanted to go. Actually, wanted to go to that Knicks game, but I had a, a company outing, so I, you know, I was going to mention that uh, last week. But yeah, definitely, uh, definitely a bums uh, outing for the Bulls game for sure. Uh, obviously, tough, um, tough loss with Patrick Williams gone for the season. Um, yeah, I, I think I, I think like this year was going to be his kind of a breakout season. I mean, you know, he had his his. his um, you know, debut last year and all that. And it kind of sucks that, you know, everybody's praising him about his defense. And I, I know his offense would have, you know, came around as well too, but it, it's definitely a tough loss. And especially like the, the, the game today, um, we are definitely undersized um, right now. And hopefully I, I know that, you know, uh, um, maybe at the trade trade uh, man, I am having a bad time here. The trade, trade deadline, deadline um, and yeah, the trade deadline um, that we might go after somebody with with some size, um, but that remains to be seen. I mean, this is a good start. Uh, nobody thought that they were going to be six and one right now, um, and they're they're all tries, man. I mean, DeRozan's playing out his mind. Uh, Zach Levine, you know, people were questioning about whether or not they could work together, and that's not the case so far. Um, I know we talked about this pregame, Peter, you mentioned to me um, in a text. Um, and, and I know um, my uh, cousin John was uh, even texted uh, this to me as well, too. I, oh, man, just keep on, let him get his minutes, let him get his time. He's going to develop to a very good player. It's not going to be a, uh, you know, superstar status or anything with the IO, but he's just going to be a role player. He's just going to be that person that you can rely on coming off the bench um give you minutes great defense uh his offense will come around when you know once he catches up with the game a little bit more but um very exciting times to be a bulls fan and i am i mean i'm just with all the negativity that's been going around with the bears i know we're going to talk about that and the hawks um very very good to have something to look forward to all this winter um, obviously we're as Sox fans, we're, you know, needing something to carry us over to the baseball season. And luckily that the bulls are playing that the way are, they are, it's, it's definitely very exciting times. Yeah, man, I'm excited. We're all excited to watch. We've been all tweeting and, and, and catching as much as we can. It's interesting. I know people were, were mentioning early in the season. I mean, it's still early in the season, but first couple games that they didn't really play anybody of note. They played they play the Pistons twice and, you know, um, the Grizzlies and stuff like that. But now this is where it's a good litmus test early. We got the 76ers coming up, the Nets, the Warriors, the Clippers, the Lakers. It's a it is, it's going to be a fun November. And I just want to see what this young team can do against those type of teams, because the way they're playing defense, man, that's that's a sneaky thing about this team is like, they're playing really good defense and Billy Donovan's got them 
like really working together. Um, so it'll be interesting. I, I want to see, you know, the Mavericks and, and the, the Warriors, the, the top, top upper echelon of the NBA. And I want to see where the Bulls stack up. Fun games. Yeah, I mean, one one thing that people are going to, yeah, obviously you, you you mentioned that is that people are questioning about like the teams that they've been facing so far earlier in the season. And last year, the years past, they wouldn't have beat those teams. They would have gotten no. blown out. Like this game, like this game today, they, they were what? You said they were down by 19 points. It would have been game over. You know, I, yeah, let's see how they do, you know, this coming, this coming month with, you know, those top, those top tier teams. Um, but you could tell definitely that this is a different team. This is a different energy. This is a different, um, different players. You know, obviously, I don't think there's anybody that that it's a maybe other than Zach Levine. It's a rollover from all the past players. But um, I mean, it's just it's just different. It's just fun to watch. It's just very entertaining. They're just are always in the game, even if they struggle. Um, like this particular game, they struggled in you know the, the uh, second and third quarter. But um, yeah, it's just different. It's it's different, and I, I think they. I just, I personally think that they're going to be good against like the Warriors and against the Lakers. Um, like I said, I think the only thing right now that the downfall for them currently is just they're they're a little bit undersized. Um, and frankly, I don't care if they're beating up on bum teams or or not. I'm just happy to see fucking awesome offensive basketball again. Some and yeah. I got to be honest, it's some great defensive basketball from that team too. I'm liking the threes. I'm liking the dunks, the the drives, the pick and rolls. Like this is the stuff that we've been waiting for. And I don't care if they're bum teams. I'm just enjoying my the the good times right now. And pretty much you can, like I said, I tweeted this out numerous times. Bulls just keep cashing them them bets, man. They just keep on cashing them betting tickets. And all you gotta do basically is just every game do a parlay of twenty plus points from Zach and Demar, and the Bulls win and. I feel like nine times out of ten, you're gonna hit that. You're gonna hit that bet. Man, the bums, the bums are seeing red. We are, we are all in seeing red and then seeing green. That's right. Um, also, shout out to Joe Kim Noah for retiring as a bull and becoming a Bulls ambassador. Uh, great to see that, even though he departed, um, that he decided to return back home. It always goes down as the with with the fuck Cleveland comments and. I know he's the best man. He's one of those guys where like he has, he had been gone for a while. So you kind of forget, especially because the bulls have been so bad for a while now that uh, they, they put out that, like, uh, you know, like that montage, like that, the welcome back video on the internet and stuff like that. You just forgot how badass of a player he was. He one, he didn't give a fuck. And two, he just played balls to the wall and he kind of, you know, let like lit a, a, a energy uh when when he played for the bulls so he was awesome man so yeah kudos to him retiring the bull um shout out joe shout out joe uh here's my question to you guys do you think that the bull should retire his number no i don't think he's... i don't think so yeah i think I just think... making him an ambassador is is yeah. good but yeah i don't think he he you know you could say that he didn't finish his career here or, you know, but I don't think everyone's going to be like, Oh, well you're wearing Joe Kim Noah's number. 
Yeah, I, it, I mean, I loved him. He was awesome. But, yeah, I don't think his number hanging in, in the rafters needs to be done. Yeah. You would hang Derek Rose's number before you would hang Joe Kim Noah's, and Derek Rose probably doesn't deserve it at this point for at for the Bulls anyways. I know, man. And you know, just because MVP. MVP, just because I mean, just what MVP? That's all. That's all you got from him, though. We had, I mean, the the playoff run. They, I really thought they were gonna make some damage before his knee freaking disintegrated. Yeah. Um, yeah, so yeah, I mean, sad. it's it's sad, but I, I, lo- I mean, I will always love D Rose, so maybe I'm seeing it with a bias. Yeah. All right, we're gonna go back to the spin the wheel here. All right. Sound effects. Mystery box. We got mystery box. I'm worried about this. Okay. So I have a couple of topics prepared. We're going to start with kind of a. I don't want everyone, anyone to ever say that the, the, the bum cast isn't educational because I am about to, I am about to blow your mind right now. If you didn't know this, this is some, some drop some knowledge. Yeah, I'm gonna drop some knowledge on here. All right. Um, when you go to the grocery store and you buy some bread, the twist tie on your bread indicates what day your bread was made. I knew that. You did know that. Yeah, and the different colors on them. Yes. Yep. So if it was blue, it was Monday. Green is Tuesday. Red indicates Thursday. White is Friday, and yellow is Saturday. Um, bakeries don't bake on Sundays or Wednesdays, which is kind of, I didn't know that. Yeah. Kind of weird. Um, seeing how bakeries are always seem to be slammed on Sunday mornings with kolachkis and, you know, all the Italian, Polish and Mexican treats and everything. But okay. That was just my, my one mystery box. Is it? All right. It? So, all right. So I knew that I, I saw that like on a TikTok or an Instagram or a Vine or I don't know what I've, I had seen that video before, but this will lead me to a question I'll have for you guys, because I was thinking about that when you learned that. And also, you know, like whenever you wash clothes, all those symbols, like the triangles and the circles and the circles with the lines, I don't think you know, games? If you've ever noticed that it, it, that's basically what your laundry looks like, but it's supposed to tell you how you're supposed to wash your clothes, whether it's hot water, cold water, wrinkle free, this and that. But it's like 50 different symbols that nobody talks about, like the bread stuff, the symbol stuff, you know, how to balance a checkbook. This is all stuff. Or I mean, checkbooks don't exist anymore. But like, yeah, this is the kind of stuff you should be learning in school instead of whatever bullshit trigonometry I've never used in my life. One hundred percent. Dude, so do, you I have, have, do you guys have do you have any other things like I have? A, I should, actually, you should probably make a list of things they should teach in school that you I, never I've, been, le- I've been saying for years and don't have kids. You know, me and Sarah aren't probably going to have kids, but we've been saying like I, I think they should definitely bring back like home ec. And then just besides just like home ec to teach you like just basic cooking and stuff like that. But just basic bring back shop, bring back. Yeah, just basic basic like shit, shop you know yeah i mean because like you should learn how to use a hammer a level you change know, oil like in the a, car yeah or even just like a flat tire stuff like that yeah just, just bring that, back like, basic never... not break basic life skills because taxes. if you if there you go taxes. learn how to do your taxes because like if you want to take like trigonometry and 
geometry and all that stuff because that's the you want to be an architect or you want to go work for nasa or something that's your dream more power to you but i don't think you know hbic who's you know slogging out of bed every morning to sit at his ass in a computer i i don't need trigonometry and granted if i still know how to just figure out the area of a triangle or whatever the fuck shaped i'm trying to i'm looking at but no i think they need to bring back some basic basic life skills Simple also things. teaching not to be too hung up on your instagrams and tiktoks it's not all about the likes or is it that being said follow us on instagram tiktok twitter and facebook at yeah. shy sports bums i'm trying i'm trying i'm trying not to log into my day my nine to five every morning here I, you know i like to just be like a podcaster for the rest of, and just talk bullshit for drop random random facts Shout out points bets bet mgm all of the gambling websites just <laughs> handing out money what they should Bum be teach what they should be telling you in college or in high school is that or even starting in grammar school is that if you want to make a pretty fucking good living you can go into the trades and be an electrician or a plumber or an hvac tech or something Bummers, like that hell yeah and that you could make some. Going... You could make some bank on that shit. Yeah, all of the trades. I probably would, yeah, I probably would have done something a little different, but oh well. Um, all right, we're gonna go back to the well, and we might get mystery box again. Mystery box is is not off the. All right, nope, we're going bears. God damn it! I got. I'll, I'll give you. I'll give you one bonus. Box, yeah. I'll give you one bonus mystery box after after the bears because. Guys, we had some the Bears lost, but we had some hope on the lakefront. Um, Matt Nagy was nowhere near the team this week because of COVID. And I don't know, even in defeat, because the defense looked like shit, but that offense looks so much better. Um, yeah, obviously defense couldn't stop anyone, but Justin Fields was they were moving the pocket, he was rolling out, they were doing RPO, like I I just and you had that run where he for his touchdown run where he just broke like five tackles, ran it in. Um, but I don't know what I want to know what you guys saw if, if it's just me or do you guys see that they looked better without Nega in the sideline? Did the play calling look better? Obviously, Allen Robinson is still a missing person. MIA. Yeah. Um, but I I gotta say like I don't know what they didn't. I don't know what management was watching, but Matt Nagy should have been uh, told not to come in Monday. All right. So I, I agree with you that the offense, or at least Justin Fields, looked a lot more comfortable doing whatever it is that the Bears did this week. It was his best game by far in the NFL. And you're right. They were, um, you know, either bootlegging him and like or designed runs and, and different things that made him feel more comfortable which was what we've been screaming for a while that being said i know we all like to say like oh matt Nagy, leave him at home and and but the team still lost to a sub 500 team you know the 49ers are not a good team they made jimmy garoppolo look like a combination of Peyton Manning and Michael Vick. I don't know where, I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo is not a running quarterback. No. He ran for two touchdowns. And then like the defense for the last, what, two and a half games, maybe three games has been lost 
like just lost. We we so, went from like two weeks ago wondering like, man, this defense is fucking back. They look they're looking like like the, the so Raiders the saying. Raiders game that the the Cleveland game before the fourth quarter collapse. Like we thought this defense is fucking gonna carry this team, and if the offense could pick it up, we'd be contenders. Yeah. And, and obviously they miss Cleo Mack. You could you could yeah. tell right away that they miss Cleo Mack in that defense. But even then, so you should be able to stop Jimmy Garoppolo at home. Nothing that the 49ers did was that crazy. No. I know they had like a third and 19 that Debo Samuels broke off for almost a touchdown. Like that shit just can't happen. I don't care who's on defense or who you miss. So yeah, there is some good, obviously. I think, I mean, Khalil Herbert, once again, looked awesome. It seems like the offensive line, looks better when when you you run the ball a little bit you know it takes the pressure off of them of having the pass pass block um so yeah fields look good herbert look good uh mooney's still good like he he's showing up so there's signs of life like little by little but it just seems like they can't put like both sides or, or all three sides of the ball together at the same time when the defense is good the offense is bad when the offense is decent, the defense is bad. Sometimes we have awesome special teams. And then like this week, it wasn't that great. You know, I, I like Cairo Santos. He missed a, a PAT and it just seems like they just can't put everything together. And I'll just keep going back to it. And that falls on Matt Nagy, whether, whether or not he's at the stadium. I feel like Santos missing that extra point kind of deflated. It was the deflating. Team. It, That's it exactly just, what I. Thought. That was for that was a tie the game, and then it just went all downhill from there. Um, like, I but I will also say I think that outcome of this game might be vastly different because even though the the Bears lost by what was it ten points something like that fourteen I, I can't remember the final score they lost by two scores yeah two um scores. that game might have been completely different. If Cole Komet doesn't have fucking cinder block hands and knows and learns how to catch a touchdown in the end zone, it's because tough, man. That was he, that he, was right. That was right on his shoulder. He should have fucking had that. It, it was a back shoulder throw. It was a little in front of him, but he he got one hand on the ball. And the first thing I thought of is like Jimmy Graham, just any veteran receiver or tight end makes that catch, and it just seems to be like either he's overthinking things or he's just not focusing fully on what the task is at hand. He just seems out of place sometimes when, when you really need him. There was another play uh, two games ago, you know, where, where um, Justin Fields kind of overthrew it. It was still, he had to jump up for the ball, catch it with two hands, but it hit him two hands. And it's like, whenever you're asking him to do even the toughest of throws, but still something a professional should make or catch. I mean, um, he just doesn't, he just doesn't make them, man. And he's played enough in this league now. And I, and I, at this point, I'm not even having fun bashing Cole Komet because I would like for him to shut me up and, and prove me wrong, but it's not, it's far from the truth. Jesse James, the, the guy we got from the Steelers, he's played better than Cole Komet was. And he's, he wasn't a f- first or second round draft pick. Yeah. Johnny, any thoughts on the Bears? Because I got a couple important questions I want to throw out to you guys about the Bears. Not really. <laughs> I mean, I didn't. I'm not. I'm not. I didn't get a chance to see the the game yesterday because I was running around. Um, but I mean, I heard I heard the stuff, and it 
Like I said, I'm just going to repeat everything. You didn't, you, you didn't miss much. The, the, I mean, it yeah, was I, the second sorry, half but... was a fun second half, but you didn't miss much. All right. So here's, here's my question to you guys. Um, as we're recording this on Monday night, it's going to drop tomorrow morning. Obviously you're listening to this right now. You might be having some breaking news. You might not. And I'm going to go out there and say with the schedule that's coming up, I say we fire sale this motherfucker. Oh yeah. You have to, I mean, this this defense is terrible right now, and anyone that maybe not Khalil Mack, but anyone, or even if you can get something great for him, I just know his contract's a little crazy. But anyone who's a free agent, Hicks, uh, Nichols, um, it's time to just cut cut loose. Allen Robinson, let's get. You have to get. He's not coming back. He hasn't performed. He definitely needs a change of scenery. This this year, it looks like it looks like he's he either doesn't have a relationship or any chemistry with Justin Fields or he's just so fucking sick of Matt Nagy that he's just like, fuck it. I'm done. Get get me get me out of here. I'm not going to I'm not going to put myself out there to get hurt. And, you know, he might he might be, you know, shitting on a big payday for him. But I'm guessing he probably doesn't want to risk getting injury. So he might be kind of just, you know, half assing it. Um, he's pulling a Scotty Pippen. There you go. He's pulling, he's pulling, he's pipping himself. Um, and with Khalil Herbert on the, on the come up, maybe David Montgomery gets you. That's the first thing I thought of. As soon as I saw that, uh, Derrick Henry got hurt, I thought Dave Montgomery is on his way back and he's proven he's a commodity in this league. I mean, he can run the ball. I thought, if you could get anything for him and ship him to, to the Titans or even the Ravens, the Ravens had been looking for a bunch of running backs. Um, I think now that we have Khalil Herbert, you kind of have to make up those draft picks that you lost with the fields and the Trubisky's and the max of the world, you know, all these moves, you have to make up some of those draft picks. And like you said, Jason, if, if Denver could get, to second day picks for Von Miller, we should be able to get something for Khalil Mack. You know, yeah. I know his contract is is pretty big, but right now there's a lot of teams contending. There's a lot of really good teams kind of josh jostling and and trying to keep up with the Rams and the Buccaneers of the world, where they just seem to be surmounting talent and talent and talent. There's these teams that are ha- going to have to keep up. You should be trying everything you can to get some of these draft picks. So yeah, I'm okay with the fire sale. I, all I care about this season is the development of Justin Fields wins or losses. Doesn't matter. We saw the development this week. They didn't win, but I was happy with his, his progression. And that's basically all I'm looking for this year. Right. In a perfect world, this would be, yes, I'm all for trading everybody, getting rid of, you know, trying to get draft capital 100%. I'm all for it. Um, but this is the Bears we're talking about. This is the organization that I think they're still thinking like, hey, like, yeah, we're three and five, but, you know, we could still probably like do something or whatever. Uh, they're th- I'm just thinking as the Bears, the organization, the thought process um, that they're just not going to do something like this. But I, I hope so. I hope we, you know, we, we have breaking news and, you know, they, they do start trading away. Obviously, you know, the, the ones that Jason mentioned, um, I mean, if we could get something out of, yeah, back, let's do it. I mean, we're not going to go anywhere. 
But like I said, this is the Bears organization. Are they going to pull something that smart off <laughs> to get, you know, the draft capital that we need back? So, I mean, it's wait and see. But, I mean, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they don't pull any trades off either. Yeah, I mean, you got the Steelers on Monday night. You got the Ravens coming up. You got the Cardinals. Um, I think Minnesota's thrown in there too. I mean, it, Minnesota looks pretty offensively good right now as well. So it's it's these aren't games where if this defense is still shit in the bed, where you could be like, okay, like the 49ers game was a game that they should have won. For sure. Because the Niners are, and, and if they can't beat the 49ers, then just, just it's time to cut your losses. And I hate that, you know, like we're going to give, Pace probably isn't going to do shit. Because I don't, he's he doesn't seem like the type of guy who is gonna like just start trading away guys that he signed and made move. Because you know we always talked about Pace's ego and he's smarter than everyone else. So I don't think he's ready to he's gonna be cutting losses on some of his guys that he wanted. But they should and they should be drafting nothing but fat guys and you know defensive defensive backs. Um, but they need to they need to protect fields. We got a good running game. Mooney looks like a good guy. Um, but just see what we can get. You know, we have to get some of this stuff back. And I heard on uh, ESPN today that that um, from Kaplan that he's been hearing stuff that since the Bears love uh, Ryan Pace so much that they could potentially promote him to keep him around instead of firing his ass, which they should do. But because the Bears don't really have a football guy because they have two fucking douchebags running that organization that fate pace would be like their face quote unquote football guy. And so he wouldn't be having to, to go out there, you know, and hire old ass Chris Pullian and you know, all those Bill Bill Pullian. I think last time you called him Mike Pullian too. Yeah. Whatever. I don't know. You're over two on Pullian. No, I heard the same thing where they would promote him to like head of football operations and then he'd still be in the building which is the same thing we talk about all the time with these peop- these front office people in Chicago, that they just fail upwards. Upwards. Yeah, it's yeah, the same it, thing with Stan Bowman and Garp Pax and Kelly Kenny Kenny Williams. Williams. Yeah, it's, Kenny it's Williams the fucked, Kenny Williams fucked the Sox again. for 10 years after the World Series, and he still and he got promoted to... It's crazy. So, yeah, I don't know. Like First things first is Nagy's got to go regardless if Pace goes with, with him or not. But yeah, man, if they just promote him the head of football operations and then he's still in charge of hiring the GM, then we're back at square one. So who knows? Yeah, because who's going to is he going to be still giving his his sign off and his blessing on shitty ass fucking contracts? Because no one in that organization still knows how to do. We had to restructure Quinn's deal to just get an extra three million in salary cap because that's how fucking bad we are within our draft capital. And. It's just kicking the can down the road. So unless you, you know, get rid of some of these guys, it's it's not getting better next year. That being said, I know this is all pie in the sky stuff because the NFL trading deadline isn't like baseball trading deadline or the in basketball where like moves happen willy nilly. It, it's very rare that a fire sale like in baseball happens mid season. Hopefully, we could do get something, but I'm not holding my breath. No, I'm I'm not holding my breath either. Um, it's it's going to be another thing where 
it's just going to be another year of mediocrity, and then they're just going to try to hope that they make some good moves in the draft, and it's not going to work out, and it's just going to be one big circle circle jerk again. And and we'll be here complaining about it. Yes, we will. All right. Um, I'm going to do one more mystery box before we start bumming some people here. So here it is. I'm going to pull it up. Uh, <laughs> oh, here we go. Uh, Pornhub came out with their their data for what is the most searched term by each state? Oh God! Would you would you like to guess what the term is? For, don't be looking it up, Peter. No, I'm not. Okay. I got I'm I got a fidget thing. I'm okay. fidgeting with. What do you think is the most searched term for Illinois? Hashtag fire Nagy. <laughs> that would be that would be pure sex right there if they fired Nagy. Tacos, tacos. No. Um. <laughs> All right, uh, let's think about this. Like, uh, if, let me put myself in Jason's brain. <laughs> I mean, it's got to be like, it, it's, I don't want to, I got nothing. <laughs> I got something I don't want to say. <laughs> Go ahead, come on. Nope. It's your birthday. Rules don't it's apply. Not, no, no, no. Keep it All to right. myself. What do you got? Johnny, you want to take a guess? No. Just the most... come out. No pun intended. Just come Here, out with it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna write it down, and if I'm right, I'll show it to you guys. And if I'm wrong, we're just gonna pretend like this never happened. All, All right, right, go. The number one term for Illinois at search is MILF. All right, that's not bad. Shout out hmm. Chicago party ant, shy party ant. Um, um, supposedly, <laughs> supposedly it is. Um, it must be a Midwestern thing because MILF is the also the number one search term for, on Pornhub for Wisconsin, Iowa, Missouri, Arkansas, <laughs> Kentucky, Indiana, Ohio, Pennsylvania. <laughs> a lot all, of, these, all these corn-fed mamas. All right, but there are some some weird ones here. <laughs> um, <laughs> Tennessee, number one search term, Kevin James. <laughs> That can't be true. There's no way that's true. You got a guy. This is, has to be one of those like memes. Um, in New York, it's threesome. Makes sense. In Florida, it's boats. So All maybe right. maybe boats and hoes or sex in a boat or something. Um, Michigan, a lot of weird people in Michigan. They, they The number one term was racist. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> I mean, that's. Um, Texas, Louisiana, uh, Texas and Louisiana, lesbian. And that's shocking from Texas. You would yeah. think they're a little more, you know, conservative. And on the West Coast in the Southwest, Asian. A lot of Asian, a lot of Asian fetishes down there in Cali, in Arizona, Nevada too. So, um, Colorado had droopy balls on here. <laughs> I think you got got. Yeah. This can't be true. It, it, uh, <laughs> hey, it was on, it was on the Twitter machine, so it it must be true. Um, all right, it's like here, when it, those barstool guys do the fast food and like Halloween candy and put like candy corn for everything and like you know like and everybody believes that it's real. I think you got got. Well, Connecticut and North Carolina are stepsister. 
Yeah. So that, I mean, I know that was very popular. That's what I had written down to weird. I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. It, I, well, I, t- I brought that up uh, a few podcasts ago, like when I was talking about Pornhub, I said, why is always like, why, why is this like stepsister, stepbrother porn, like a thing? Like, it's like every site is like stepbrother, stepsister. But um, so, yeah, I guess, Illinois, we love our MILFs. So to all the moms out there who are doing yoga and running down by the lake, keep it up, girl, because you're probably someone's probably trying to sign up for your OnlyFans. Yeah. <laughs> all right. That's that's my mystery boxes. That's all you got. That's all I got right Is now. That, was that not was that not a uh, uh, search mystery what? box? Hi yo. <laughs> no, it was not. All right, let's let's bum some people here. Because I got right. a, I got a, I got a few bums here. Um, Hold on. Go ahead. But Johnny, you want you go ahead and start us off. Um, yeah, I kind of threw this out here. Um, while this week, um, the, uh, NCAA is, uh, my, what a bum is the NCAA, uh, particularly the, uh, basketball minds over there. Uh, Illinois big man, Kofi Coburn will miss the first three games serving an NCAA suspension. Uh, required as part of the reinstatement process triggered because Coburn sold institutionally issued apparel and memorabilia memorabilia in June um, and then donated it to charity. So it wasn't nothing that was just like, you know, it was, it was coming out of his pocket or, or it was going to his pocket. He was actually just, you know, trying to do, trying to do charity work and all that. Um, meanwhile, um, I don't know if you heard about, um, the Gonzaga coach that got um, stopped for a DUI and he's only serving a, D- a one game. Suspension. I did it. Yeah. It, um, see, this is what I hate about NCAA. So their, their, their fucking punishment schedules are so just off the wall. Stupid. Yeah. So I don't, um, I, I don't get it. Um, you know, obviously with this whole new uh, NIL st- stuff, that's for, for all these college players, you know, Kofi's going to definitely bank on that. And, you know, obviously the stuff that he was selling at the time, um, you know, it, it was, it was for charity. It wasn't something that was going directly to his pocket, but three game suspension. I mean, you know, it is what it is. I was hearing four to eight when I heard the rumor going around. Um, so three is not that bad. Um, the first three games, you know, it's not really something that, it's going to like, you know, make or break them or anything like that. So if you're going to get them, just get out of the three, you know, and just move on from it. But yeah, that whole Mark few uh, Gonzaga head coach that got stopped for the DUI. Uh, it wasn't even by the NCAA. It was just the Zags uh, <laughs> choice to just uh, suspend them for one game. So it wasn't even the NCAA that did that. Yeah. You want, you want to drink and drive and risk killing people. Fine. But don't, don't try to, if you try to make money off yourself. Yeah. Yeah. That, so um, you're punished. Yeah, they're my water bomb. You got MVB for me. Um, I, actually, I have a a, a delayed uh, MVB, and I meant to say this last week. Uh, All right. I know we had a lot of we had like yeah we had a lot of grievances, and we had a lot of like other people that we were mentioning. Um, but uh, last weekend was the El Clasico, and Real Madrid beat Barcelona. Hell yeah! So. 
I'm I'm, was, I'm in uh, I'm in my, my Barcelona that. dark days right now, and they just fired. It's, it's tough times. Yeah, it's definitely tough times for Barcelona right now. So I'm not gonna even like just throw any you know shade to them. It's just, they're just having a rough time. But you know, whenever Real Madrid beats Barcelona, um, it's definitely a, a W for me. Um, so you know, kudos to Real Madrid for winning that El Clasico last weekend. Yeah, uh, I mean, they fired uh, Coleman or. Calgary say his name, but that's it's dark days for Barcelona. What? Whatever. All right, Peter. I'll let the bir- let's let the birthday boy go last today. Yeah, thank you. Um, I'm gonna my uh my what a bum, and I like to say that you know we are a cohesive unit here, um, and I w- I was. I, I had to change my what a bum actually, because you know, like we're we're a family here, we're a team with no man left behind, and Bologna left behind enemy lines the other day with the bourbon. What do you mean? Left me trying to fend for myself for the mid midwinter's night dram. But eh. I was gonna what a bum him, but I, I I was able to secure my own bottle, so he he was off the hook, and he was willing to go to war for me after. After leaving behind enemy lines, he was going to try to come back and get me, get me behind the enemy territory. I was hunting but, for you all yeah, Friday. I was right. hunting for you so all we, Friday because I, I knew we, you wanted we, that bottle. We got the bottle, so he's not he's not my my what a bum. My what a bum are people who decide that they want to start celebrating Christmas before Halloween. <laughs> I'm just bumming a whole group of people. Let Halloween go first. I saw people in my neighborhood with their Christmas lights on already, and that just blew my fucking mind. Because it's a week before Halloween, and I mean, at this point, I'm used to like the stores, um, like putting up the Christmas like merchandise. You know, you kind of like middle of October, they start doing a transition, taking away the Halloween stuff, and start putting up the Christmas merchandise. Um, so you get kind of used to that. But yeah, people with the lights on. I saw a Christmas commercial before Halloween already. It's it's too much. You know, it seems like Thanksgiving's a lost, forgotten holiday now, which is how could you like be hating on Thanksgiving because it's all you just do is eat and drink for a whole day and, and watch football for 24 it's hours. The, it's the Detroit Lions fault. Yeah. But to the people who want to just start celebrating Christmas for Halloween, slow your roll. Let me have my favorite holiday first. And then when the after the Day of the Dead, then you can start with your Light FM Christmas music and all your lights and your commercials and your put your tree up two months early if you want, but at least let's go Halloween. I think we need to be, we need to set some guidelines here. I'm glad you brought that up, Jason. I drove by, um, I was, um, close to a customer, customer of ours. They had Halloween stuff up. I know they had Halloween stuff up all week. And then today in the morning, they already had their Christmas lights, their Christmas like snowmen, you know, like those old school, like plastic, hard plastic, you know, like Santa and, and yeah, Rudolph the blow, and the Mary. blow up the blow. No, no, not blow up. They're like they're like Mary and Joseph and like nativity scenes. They're like, yeah. you know, like 1960s, 70s plastic, basically. Yeah, no, no, I'm not, they're, they're yeah. not the not the inflatable blow, but they're called right. like the blow, the blow globes. Or Whatever. Like, yeah, they had all of those. Plus the candy canes and stuff up on their in their driveway and front lawn already. I was like, they must have done this 
either Halloween night or early today in the morning. Crazy. Like just like you said, just let it breathe a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's I, I just want my I love my Halloween and I I say like my goal is to scare as many make as many kids guys as I can cry. So I had a couple criers at my doorstep yesterday. A lot of compliments. The the best is when the parents like start like Instagramming the whole front yard and everything and compliment compliment me on the on the setup. So I I, I live for that, but after that, or before that, just stop with the Christmas. Um, How excited is Sarah to, to get everything down already? Oh, she was ready to. She was she was gung ho to start taking down. She helped me take that yard apart this morning, like ten in the morning. She she was out there picking up, uh, you know, skeleton heads and taking down the the solar lights and everything. She was she was ready. Um. All right, and then for my for my MVB. I, I mean, I don't, I guess uh, I don't really have one for today. So I'll just say my gonna, MVB is. It was going to be me for, on my birthday. No, that's less. right. We're going to, I'm going to give you, I'm going to, even though I almost would have bummed you for, for last week, I'm going to give you an MVB for, for your birthday. Thank have you. a, have a birthday bourbon. I appreciate it. Yeah. I've got, I mean, I figured it's my birthday. So I brought out some of the good stuff. I'm, I've been sipping on this stag junior all episode. So that's why I've been a little extra quiet probably is I'm just been sipping, sipping, sipping. And now like, I forget to talk when it's my turn, but no, um, thank you. Yeah. So I'm going to piggyback off that my MVB and it was very random. It was very early today in the morning, 7. AM. My first birthday wish was from Brad Zebung or Zybung. Do you guys know who that is? At At heckler Brad. He is Sarah Spain's husband for oh, yeah, some yeah. reason, for some reason we're friends and I'm not complaining. He is friends with me on Facebook and I was getting ready to go to work. You know, now that I'm in my late thirties, uh, I gotta use the restroom early in the morning <laughs> and stuff. And so I open up my phone and my first birthday wish was from at heckler bread or bread Zibung Zibung on Facebook. And I was like, I don't know where our, our lives cross path. I don't remember like friend requesting him at all, but maybe I did, or maybe he did. Um, but yeah. So at heckler bread shout out to you you're my mvb because before my family before my wife before any of youtube <laughs> bumps he was the first one to wish me a happy birthday so either his social media game is on point or he's a big fan of baloney <laughs> and then and then so i'll piggyback that there's a there's a joke there but i'm not going to say it all right <laughs> um my what a bums is anybody that didn't wish me a happy birthday and there's a That's lot of right. motherfuckers so you know who you are. Some of you might be listening to this. I'm taking names. I'm writing. I'm making a list. You look I'm at you look at your you look at your Facebook friends list and you see how many what the count is on your Facebook friends. And then you look in your timeline and see how many actually wrote. And then you see how many true friends you have there. No, but I appreciate everybody's well wishes. I got a bunch of phone calls, a bunch of texts, a bunch of, you know, Facebook, Instagram, all that stuff. Does, does my does oh, yeah. my birthday wish because I called you? Does my birthday wish not count because it wasn't on Facebook? No, I actually I I'm very rarely on Facebook. It was only happenstance that I saw Brad's birthday message 
and I haven't responded to all my Facebook stuff because realistically out of all, I'm on my phone a lot. I barely ever check Facebook anymore. And, and the only reason I do do it is sometimes to promote, you know, the bumcast and stuff like that whenever we post it and stuff like that. But even then, so we should be doing it more on Facebook. We, I, I just don't like Facebook at all so much. And now it's that it's meta, meta or whatever it is, that's a whole different story for a different just, podcast. I just think it's going to be like fucking meta world peace now. Yeah, every time no. I fucking every time I hear it, I just think of that fucking clown. Yeah, but no, I, I appreciate good, everyone's birthday wishes. I think it's a good time to bring back uh, MySpace, dude. <sighs> the good old days. That, that what was it like two month, two weeks ago, three weeks ago when Instagram and and Facebook was down? That's when uh, Tom should have pounced and brought back MySpace. Yeah. Bring back good old good old MySpace where where you could you know passive aggressively let your friends know you were mad at them by. Dropping yeah. them out of your top eight. Top eight? Yeah, right now, I guess it would be my wife, you two clowns, and Brad Zabung. <laughs> top, top four. Like, oh, oh, look who made it in the look who made it in the top eight. You know, you got some you got some girl you started dating, and then she moves up to like number number one or something, and then your friends yeah. are like, What the fuck, dude? Like you took you you bumped me for her? And you're like, Well, yeah, she's she's having sex with me right now, so that reminds me of that Seinfeld episode when they when they used to put like the the num like the the names like they used to be from like one to ten and you could put down like who's the speed dial like from oh one yeah to 10. Who's that, who's number one to speed that was that Seinfeld episode where he got poison yeah. control yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah good old MySpace All right, so now we're at the end of to... we're at the end of the podcast I want to kind of try something out because I've noticed shout out our good friend he'll be in our in my MySpace top eight fishbones so shout out john he's been listening to a lot of these he went back and listened to like our previous ones even though they're not really relevant anymore and he at the very end of last episode he talked about wanting to be in the royal rumble episode that we didn't get around to doing but i still want to do eventually so this is just a test to see if he's listening to how long have we been recording now almost an hour or so so yeah if he's still listening shout out john shoot me a text back text me back whatever if, if, if you're listening to an hour's worth of us rambling uh we appreciate that dedication yes also i want to say we got some minor breaking news here the hawks finally won a game wow oh, it only took a hat trick from on my patrick birthday kane. yeah it only took a hat trick from patrick kane to get them a uh a win so one in, what is that one and eight now for the hawks things are looking eight up game, eight game winning streak coming up here yeah all right. Well, I guess that's all we got for the baloney birthday bash bumcast pod today. Hopefully, maybe I'll have to bring back, maybe I'll buy like a whole like mini spinning spin wheel and I can just write some topics and we can do the mystery, no, mystery topic right. game again. We can work, we'll, we'll workshop this right now on the podcast because I do want to do that Royal Rumble. And now John wants to come on, Fishbones wants to come on, John, cousin John wants to come on. Um, I'm going to be gone next Monday for uh, Bears Steelers. So we probably won't be recording post Until next Tuesday. Right. So I was going to say let's record Sunday night, but not have it like sports centric, just Royal Rumble this shit. Oh, it's up to you. I mean, no, you got to like get up for a flight and everything. So no, we're driving there. Oh, oh. yeah. And so we're driving back Tuesday, so we won't. Re- I won't. We won't be re- recording until way later. So that's why I was saying we should just do Sunday night. Sunday night bullshit, basically. 
All right. Well, we'll hash out the details. All right. Shout out, shout out, Johnny, if you're still listening. Yes. And everyone else who joined us here on this podcast, um, make sure you send us a message. If you uh, agree with us that the Bears should do a fire sale, um, I know probably Cousin Javi has a, a bunch of Bears takes on, on a fire sale there. So, but yeah, appreciate you guys listening. We'll catch you guys uh, on Sunday night for some bullshit, party and bullshit, and uh, have a good week. Good night, Avi. Bye, Avi.